Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. Thank you for tuning in your heart, your soul, your ears to hear from God. How is your soul doing today? Whether it's the morning, it's the afternoon, it's the evening. Have you checked in with your soul lately? How are you doing? Let me help you check in. How are you feeling? Are you angry? Are you anxious? Are you worried about something? Is there something that happened that kind of rubbed you the wrong way? You kind of felt off about it. You felt a check in your spirit. Um, you felt something. I, usually sometimes when um, it something triggers this insecure, fearful, fearful place in me, I feel this little pain, sharp pain in my chest. Um, what, what have you been feeling? What has, what has been going on in your soul? What situation, um, what happened, you know, what happened, um, to that triggered that feeling? Um, if all is well, great. I want all to be well with your soul. I pray that your soul is prospering because I know when your soul is prospering, meaning it's succeeding, it's flourishing, it's blooming, then I know the other areas will as well. Sometimes we want to put motherhood um, first, you know, our kids first. We want to be there for our kids and be what they need. I found myself constantly thinking about, gosh, am I giving my kids what they need? Am I giving them my all? You know, I felt a little absent last week and I had to check in with myself, but how am, how am I doing? If I'm not showing up in an area for my kids, is there something that I'm not showing up for myself? Um, what is preventing that or You know, I don't know. We got to have those conversations with ourselves and in our souls. Like what is going on? Like, or is this just a place of where I just, you know, maybe my kids are getting older and I'm, I'm bringing up this, um, this guilty place, um, of where I want to be enough because I want to make sure I'm giving them what I didn't have. Is it coming from what place is it coming from? You know, we just got to have those conversations with ourselves and with God and God will bring you to your root story. He'll, he'll show you the, he'll put a shine of light on your heart and show you what this is, what it's coming from. You're doing good. You just, because your kids are getting older, they're in transition and things look a little different or it doesn't have to be motherhood. It can be something else. Maybe you're in transition with something else a career, a business move, a a job move, anything, you know, and maybe you feel like you're, you're not fully there in one area, but your soul right now needs permission to, um, feel the different feelings to be where you're at. And maybe you just haven't sat down long enough with yourself to say, you know what? I feel this and it's okay. 
And God helped me to navigate and stay in harmony with the life that you want me to live so I can be the mother, so I can be the entrepreneur, so I can be this podcast host. I pray you're not putting more pressure on you than you're supposed to. Sometimes we're our hardest critics. We're our, um, we're the ones who put um, the most pressure on us. And I just want to give you permission to just chill out and breathe. Okay. (laughs) So make sure you do a soul check-in, write down how you're feeling, what's going on. Ask God to show you the root of it. Where is this coming from? Why am I feeling this way? And what do I need to do about it? What do you say about it, God? How should I look at this situation? How should I look at my heart? How should I look at myself? Um, And I know that God will um, give you his eyes. If we're open to his heart and receiving what he has to say, if we open our heart to it, to him, he will shine a light and give you his truth. And so right now we have been in the blooming season on Refreshing the Soul podcast. Whether you feel like you're blooming right now um, or not, I believe there are sisters connected to this podcast who will enter a blooming season. God said this word wasn't just for me, it's for you too. And so um, he's been giving me some things on just really... um, Things to just encourage you and tell you, okay, what brought you to this place of where you're blooming and how do you stay here? How do you remain here? Because a lot of times as we, sometimes as we go into a new season or be, or grow or flourish, um, we can lose what got us there. We can start changing up things or we see the growth. It could be the growth in us and it could be the growth in whatever outside of us. And then we think we have to start doing something different. And I believe I'm here really to just encourage you and let you know that the things that got you here is the things that you got to keep continue to do. And so last, last, I might say last month, but last week we talked about the soil of your heart. And in this blooming um, season, the season of what you're about to bloom, um, well, bloom, it just means that it's a state or time of beauty, of freshness, of vigor, a time of high development or achievement. It's almost like a flower coming into itself. So it's you coming into yourself. You're flourishing, you're growing. And so how did you get to this season? How did you get to this place of blooming? Well, the soil of your heart was fertile. The soil of your heart was open to receive, to learn, to listen, to say, you know what? I'm not right about everything. What is your way, God? You bent your ear, you bent your soul to hear what God had to say. And not only did you hear, but you received and you applied his word. We read in in the scripture, the parable of the sower, Matthew chapter 13 last week, and we just saw the differences between the soils of the hearts of people and what are the, the soil of the heart for the one who flourishes, for the one who produces fruit is the one whose heart is fertile, who's open, who listens, who receives and who applies God's word. And so we bloom because our heart becomes God's heart. We're no longer doing things our way. Our desires become his desires and we want what he wants. 
what he wants. And so for this week, I want to talk about we how we bloom because we are rooted in love. We're rooted in love. I actually looked up the definition of deeply rooted, not just rooted, but deeply rooted. And I'll tell you why. But deeply rooted means firmly embedded in thought and behavior or culture and so having a persistent influence. So deeply rooted. If you think about um, a tree or a, a flower, we actually... My husband and I, um, we had two huge trees in the front of our yard and we just had them cut down and they had, they had to bring out this tractor and everything. And I didn't see the whole process, but I'm, let me tell you, the roots were, was so deep and the roots actually began to grow over the ground. Like you could see the roots. So not only did they have to, um, get the root out of the ground, but they had to like chop up the roots that was overgrown, because um, roots are not supposed to do that. They're supposed to grow down, but they were overgrown in the yard. So it was just messing up the yard. So we had a lot, um, we had a, a major change in our yard, but those two trees were uprooted and it grown to be really large cheese trees. They've been there for, I think our house is like 20 years old. So can you imagine a 20 year old tree? Um, something has been planted and has been there for 20 years. Um, how much force, how much pressure, how much pulling it takes to uproot um, that tree and how deeply rooted it is. Well, when we talk about being rooted in love, rooted in God's love, um, we're rooted in the thoughts of love, the way that he thinks. We're firmly embedded. Our soul, our thoughts, our behavior, our culture, our, mind, our mindset is now is in a place of, of God's love, which is patience, which is, kind, which is kindness. We no longer operate from a place of where... Um, our mindset was, I'm going to give up on you. I'm going to cancel you as soon as you do something I don't like. <laughs> I'm going to cancel you as soon as I find out that you're talking about me and I, uh, and behind my back. No, it's saying, you know, I'm, I'm patient here and I don't give up on you. I continuously pray for you. Like we're, we're rooted in his love. And man, that goes to, I would say that roots have everything to do with our identity in Christ how we see ourselves, how we think about ourselves, what our mentality is firmly embedded into how God sees us. And he sees us through the eyes of love and grace. And so I was thinking, I said, man, this deeply rooted, that firmly embedded, you know, some of us have been in seasons with an S where there are some things, some thoughts, some behaviors, some things we picked up from culture and how we were raised that was firmly embedded in us for years. But we allowed ourselves to go through the process of uprooting those lies, those thoughts, those, those things we thought was normal. And, um, a part of refreshing the soul podcast is, um, that's one of the second steps or stages that I call to refreshing the soul is one is being honest, but two is uprooting it. You know, right before, right when we began, we talked about, okay, just being honest with checking in with your soul. Where am I? What is it that I'm feeling? And then when God shines his, his light, his truth, when he speaks to you and say, you know, you're feeling this way because you're thinking this way about yourself. Because when you were 17, 
this guy made this comment to you. And because that word got firmly embedded, here we are 17 years later. And, um, your, 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 re, your response is coming from a place that is deep rooted, a word that was deep rooted in you, a thought, a belief about yourself that you weren't enough, that you're not loved, that you're not pretty, that those things were deeply rooted in you. So a part of that definition, just real quick, cause I, I just realized I didn't finish it, but deeply rooted, firmly embedded in thought, behavior, or culture and so having a persistent influence, meaning my influence, the what comes out of me is coming from what's firmly embedded in me. So when we're firmly embedded in God's love, when we're deeply rooted in his love, what's going to come out of me? Him, his love, his response, his, his way of speaking, his, his, the way that he would respond to a situation. And so we bloom we're still ourselves. We're just expressed in God. We're, we're, we're fully expressed in God. That expression comes out in love because that's what, that's what, that's what we're rooted in. And I truly believe, listen, there are areas (laughs) where, okay, I'm in this area. God's love is, is, it has been firmly planted here. And the part of where I dealt with this insecurity here about my body, but over here, this area, it still needs some work. I'm still thinking this way uh, about myself or about this person. So I believe that there are certain play- areas in our lives we can bloom in because we've allowed God's word and his love to saturate our heart, to get deep in our heart, right? And so I was just thinking for this podcast, I'm like, Lord, what? Like what culture, what norms, what behaviors, what thoughts, what are some things that I've dealt with that I can share of how you have transformed me, how your love has been deeply rooted in me. And, you know, one of the things that came to mind, just really, um, that being in a culture of, um, growing up where, you know, if there, it's not necessarily that you didn't like like the other person, but if you, if there was something that you didn't, that if there's something you saw in the other person that you wanted, envy, jealousy, you would talk about them, your gossip, your hate on them, but you would, you wouldn't look in at yourself. Like the conversations I grew up around and that was firmly embedded in me, this thought, this idea was like, it's always something wrong with the other person. And not looking at the inward self and taking ownership of it. And I'll say I began to be, I began to get firmly rooted in God's love when he started to show me myself. When I, um, after me and my husband separated and divorced and I remember sitting down talking to God and he showed, he showed me that he was real by speaking to me. And I started going on this journey of just really reading my word and wanted to hear from him more because I'm like, Oh my God, God is real. So I started developing this relationship of just dialogue of just talking to God, reading his word, hearing what he has to say. And God is so loving that he really meets you where you're at. He's not going to give you something that you can't understand. Um, He's going to meet you right where you're at. If you're a, if you're a baby, just getting to know God, guess what? He is going to feed you milk. He's not going to give you more than what you can handle. He's not going to go too far. 
Um, He knows exactly what your soul needs. And that right there is love. God started me in a place of where I just needed to know that he was real and to hear his voice. And daily I would hear from him. And it got to a point where I, I, I guess he... He knew, okay, she trusts my voice. She knows when I'm talking to her. So he gave me a little bit more information about myself. And, um, and that's one thing to say right there. When that getting deeply rooted in God's love, being rooted in his love, um, you're rooted in him, right? It's about who God is. But when we start discovering who God is, God starts showing us who we are. So I'm in, I'm getting in relationship with God. And one of the things I'm going to tell you, one of the first things he, he ever showed me was a conversation that I had with my husband at the time, a conversation and argument really. And he told me why I was saying the things I was saying. He showed me my heart. He shined a light on my heart. He showed me the motivation of my heart. Why I said what I was, what I said, that's what intrigued me about God because I'm like, okay, this is not just a God who heals people when they're sick, <laughs> who, who, who gives the pastor a word, but this is a God who knows my heart. He knows roots in me that I don't even know. And, um, that is, that is why I wanted to discover him more. And he began to reveal and unveil more of the things in me that needed to be uprooted. And one of the things that, um, that he showed me was, well, a lot that happened in my marriage um, as we were going through a divorce. He's like, listen, you can point the finger and blame, you know, going back to that, that cultural, that behavior of, you know, not really taking ownership for my insecurities, not really taking ownership for the things that I need to address in my soul. Uh, but he started to teach me. He was like, listen. Yeah, your husband did this, this, and that. He said, but you sat there and allowed it. Look how you dealt with it. And he showed me um, in Proverbs 31, I would never forget it. I was sitting at the dining room table in my mom's house, of course, loving on God, using that time. I'm like, I don't care where I'm at. I'm going to use that time to um, sit with God and hear hear God. Um, and I'm reading Proverbs 31. I think that about the Proverbs 31 woman and I'm reading, I think the very first verse, um, chap, verse 10, where it talks about, um, her, her value, you know, is, is more than root. She's more precious than rubies. And he was like, your value. He said, um, you know, what's so funny. He said, he said, you know, this Proverbs 31 woman, she knows her value. You're looking at the fruit of of everything that she bears, but at the core of this woman, the root of this woman, she knows who she is and she knows her value. He's like, you don't know your value. So, wow. Wow. If we could just pause right there, being where, where are we deeply rooted in, in ourselves of how we see ourselves, how we think towards ourselves, are we valuable? Are we loved? And there God was like, okay, in order for me to be deeply rooted in his love, that, that part that has been so rooted in me, deeply rooted in me for years needed to be uprooted. I needed to first see what shouldn't belong there before he could plant something new in. 
So at the same time, he's like showing me how I see myself, but how I need to see myself. You see yourself as not value, but you got to see that you have value. You see yourself as not loved, but I love you. God loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. You are valued. And along the journey, along the way, I have to, I, I've had to continue to remind myself of my value, of my worth, of me um, already being loved, being worthy of love, even, even from others. And so God has been deepening my roots as I'm deepening myself in his word and listening to his word, it deepened my roots in his love for me, not love, not the love from a man, the love from my kids, but deepening his, deepening my roots and who I am and his love for me. So we bloom because we're rooted in his love. Um, that, so I just want to go real quick to um, Ephesians chapter three, verse 16, Ephesians chapter three, verse 10, verse 16. I want to, I want to answer the question, how, how do we become rooted? How did we become rooted? And for those who are listening and saying, you know what? I want to bloom. I want to flourish. I want to prosper in a place of I'm secure. I know who I am. I know my value and, and what I'm, what's, what I'm per, um, persistently showing, what I'm influencing, what I'm responding, what I'm blooming, that is sh- is showing up as love. It's not showing up as jealousy. It's not showing up as gossip. It's not showing up as blaming and pointing a finger. But I'm able to hear and receive even a thing, even criticism or correction without feeling like I'm falling apart, like I have no value, I have no worth. I want to show up in a place where I know who I am because I'm rooted in his love. Okay, so go with me again to Ephesians. And if you're driving, just listen right along. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16 through 17. I'm going to read the New King James Version and the NLT. So New King James Version says, and that I actually, maybe I should start at, da, 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 da. I want you to get a little bit more context for it. Okay. So I'm gonna start at verse 14 for he himself is our peace who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh, the enmity that is the law of commandments contained in ordinance and ordinances so as to create in himself one new man from the two thus making peace oh i'm sorry that's ephesians 2 i'm like mm, this is sounding a little different <laughs> ephesians chapter 3 verse 16 listen if you're new on here you you're gonna know sometimes i get the scriptures mixed up <laughs> okay um so ephesians chapter 3 let's still start at verse 14 for this reason, I bow my knees to the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is Paul talking from whom the family in heaven and earth is named that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. Verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. 
I'm going to read verse 18 and 19 as well. May be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So verse 16, he's saying, you know, I'm praying that God will grant you through his unlimited riches of his glory, that you'd be strengthened with, with might through his spirit in your inner man. This is why we do it with your soul, because that's what God, that is what Christ cares about. He cares about your soul. So he says that you, so that you may be strengthened with his might through his spirit in your inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts. How do he dwell in your hearts? Through faith, through faith, through our belief in him, God, Christ can come into our hearts that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints, what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now I'm going to read that verse, um, verse 16, verse 16 through 18 real quick in NLT. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him right there. So we know from last week, the soil of our heart. So our heart, that is the place where we're going to bloom for them. The soil, the ground of our heart, it has to, it has to be fertile. But now once that ground is fertile, we got, there has to be home for it. Something has to be placed in that soil. Something has to be placed in our hearts. And here it's saying that Jesus, so that him, he can be placed in your heart. Right. Verse 16. And I just got out of it. Let me go back to yeah, NLT um, verse 17. I'm sorry. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts. Right. It's through his spirit. Okay. That Christ makes his home in your heart as you trust in him through your faith. So that place of where I, I didn't value myself. I didn't even know. I didn't know. And there's some things, some roots that we have that we don't even know that it's there. We don't even know that's why we gossip. We don't even know that's why we're jealous. It's because of we don't know ourselves. We don't know that I am valued. I am loved. And so I had to choose to trust God and not the place of where I had been so deeply rooted in my mind that no one really likes me. because So I'm not loved. I'm nobody. I don't have any worth. I don't have any value. So I can stay in something toxic um, because I really don't believe that I deserve anything better. I, I believe that this is the best that I can have or I believe that this is what it takes to be loved. You know, we believe all, all sorts of things. But when we when our roots, when we're deeply rooted, our foundation is, is I'm loved, I'm valued. I'm worthy to be loved. Then it says, Hey, I, it, then that means somewhere we have chosen to trust, trust God's word. We have chosen to believe what his word says, right? That's why it starts off with the soil of our hearts. Our hearts were, had to be fertile, had to be open to hear what God had to say. 
And I had to start from a place of, okay, God, I want to hear you. So whether you're reading your devotion, whether you're reading a word, whether you're praying, whether you're in worship, God will speak to you in several ways and he will show you what's down on the inside. But my sister, he's been showing you and you have been listening and you have been believing, you've been trusting him. And as you trust him, though this place felt familiar, though you probably didn't even know that that was at the root, you're, you said, you know, I'm going to trust God that I'm loved. I'm going to trust his word when he says that I'm, I am valued. I do have worth. I'm his masterpiece. I'm being molded. He cares for me. He knows the number of hairs on my head. I'm valuable. I'm going to choose to trust that. And because you chose to trust that, he made his home in your heart. And it says your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. Meaning that that who you are now, you're starting to be firmly embedded, not in what happened to you, not in who made a comment or a word about how you're not pretty or you'll never be anything. You'll never amount to anything. Now the root of who you are is starting to grow down into what God is saying about you. And you've allowed his word to continue to grow down. And you know, when I see the words trust, um, as we trust in them, as our roots grow down in him. And then as, and I'm going to go to the, um, then the next verse, cause I want you to catch this too. It says, and may you have the power to understand all as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ. So the, these roots, this is happening because it's as I trust him. The roots are growing down in his love, but I'm also, I'm experiencing his love that that's an experience. If it's as I trust them, that means as these situations come up, I'm trusting God, meaning my our roots don't grow down overnight. It ca- it takes time. And my sister, you've been, you've been, you've been consistent, even though things have hurt, even though sometimes it feel like you're falling apart, you have consistently said, no, but I'm going to put my trust back in him. Even when you turned away and you looked a different way and you looked back to the man or you looked back to the kids, you look back to the job, you chose to say, no, I'm going to go back and trust God. I have to choose to trust him. And I believe you got to a place to where even when it felt uncomfortable, you stopped looking to something else. You knew that, no, my help comes from God. God loves me. He has the best for me. You begin to, you chose to continually, um, choose God, choose his word. And because of that over time, you know, I know some, our, our harvest seasoning, harvest season, it doesn't all, it doesn't come, um, quick. Um, it, sometimes it can feel short, but because you've been faithful, in the winter seasons, in the winter season, you've been faithful when things felt, felt dry. It wasn't dry, but you've been faithful when things was hard. You've been faithful when it was uncomfortable and you wanted to get out of the process. You've been faithful and, and, and you trusted God. You trusted his word. You said, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to see how this pans out with God. Because of that, your roots grew down to him. And his love, and it's what kept, that's what kept you strong. That's what kept you stable. See, a lot of times, um, we, 
we get out of the process too soon. We make our own way out. And because of that, whenever problems or anything arise, because you're not firmly embedded, you're not firmly rooted in God's love, you can't experience the fullness of God's love. You you catch that? To experience the fullness of God's love, you got to already trust his love. You got to already believe his word and what he says about you. And and that's one thing I did want to mention from last week. In in Matthew chapter 20, uh, actually Matthew chapter 13, verse 20 and 21, when we are reading about the parable of the sower, that was one of the grounds of the heart that uh, we um, took out and we exposed and we saw like, Hey, this is, this is why our ground is fertile. This is why our heart is fertile because here you'll see in verse 20, it says the seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they do don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. So when you're not deeply rooted once meaning you you have not allowed yourself to trust God's word long enough to see the other side of it you you heard the word but you didn't you didn't you didn't you you believed it for a short period until something happened to trigger this place of no I got to fix this I got to get up out of here I don't want to be no and, I, and let me tell you when I look back at my life now and how God started me from a place of showing me my value and showing me who I was God was setting me up this whole time and I'm telling you he took me through so many different things and I'm not saying to arrive at the place of being married but now now I can um, experience, still experience God's love through my marriage. Like there's no way God could have gave me marriage in a place of where I didn't know who I was. I didn't, I didn't value myself. How can I value my marriage? How can I value my husband? How could I love my husband with God's love? How can that bloom? How could that blossom out of me? If insecurity was still in me, because with insecurity in a relationship, I'm doing everything I can to feed, to make myself feel secure from man. I'm doing everything I can to feel validated. I'm questioning. I'm, 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 I'm getting upset if he doesn't do this or say that the way I want to. But he brought me to a place of where no matter what, I'm valued and I'm loved by God. So now, now when I have the husband, I I can love him with the love of God because that's what I'm deeply rooted in. I'm not deeply rooted in not being valued or being overlooked. And so that's why I want to say that y'all, you, my refreshed sister, you've been allowing God to um, speak truth into um, your heart. You've been allowing him to help you uproot those places of how you saw yourself, things that were firmly embedded in you, behaviors, things you had to change. You know what I'm talking about? Things that you know, like God's like, "Uh uh-uh, this is not of me. Why did you respond that way? And those behaviors, it changed. Those behaviors have only changed because you've allowed the root from what the behaviors came from to change. Oh man. Thank you, Lord. Um, I just, I just really feel like, um, God, I just want to say he's proud of you. He's proud of you for continuing to trust him. Even when it wasn't easy, even was, even when it wasn't easy, you 
chose to surrender your heart, to continuously surrender your heart. That's how we become rooted in his love. We surrender the place of where we want to have control. We surrender the place of where it, 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 it's, it's, it's our strength. And we're saying, no, God, I surrender me trying to put my hand on this. I'm, I'm in your hands. I'm trusting you. You love your word. You, your word says you love me. I got to trust that. I got to trust that you won't let me fail. I have to trust that you won't let me fall. I have to trust that you know what's best. So I'm taking my hands off of it and I'm going to apply your word to my heart. And I'm telling you over time, it's just been going deeper and deeper. And what you've been growing in, it isn't the works. It isn't because you did this and that. It's because it's because of his love. You've grown deeper in his love. You've been seeing, gosh, how much God loves me. Gosh, how much he loves me to tell me this about myself. Because he knew he him show him by him showing me this, I was able to do this. Gosh, he loved me by not uh, by not opening this door. Gosh, God loves me because he wanted to keep me here in this place so that I could grow um, to to know my gifts, to know really who I am, to know the purpose he has for me. Gosh, God loves me. That's what it always boils back down to is God's love. What God does for us is because he loves us for God. So loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God starts from this place of love with us. But we, what happened is we allowed time. We allowed experience with God. We allowed walking with God for seasons to be able to look back and see, oh my gosh, it got, that's because God loved me. There are some things I know that you're sitting in today or things that maybe you can recall, things that I can recall knowing that had I not remained in God, had I not chose to wait or listen, I would not have seen the fullness of that being from a, that, that God loves me. Like God knowing this scripture in Ephesians chapter three, verses 16 through we read 14 through about, I think 19 or 20. When you read it, it says, um, Paul prays that we have the power to understand how long, how wide, how deep, meaning there's, 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 there's a great magnitude to God's love and he wants us to experience it. And some things, there's some things that we're, we're going to know through, through the situations, through us experiencing life with, meaning I can, it won't, it sometimes there have been things that it took a year later for me to look back and like, and be able to say, Oh my gosh, God loves me so much. That's why you did, you did that. That's why I was there. That's why you didn't let that open. We have to, uh, we, we have allowed and we have to continue to allow God to, to do the work that he's doing in us and continue to trust him to do it. So as we bloom, my sister, don't forget the season that you set with God, that you waited patiently, that you, you bent your ear of your soul to him to hear what he had to say. And even in the season where you didn't hear anything, you stayed, you still trusted him. And while you bloom, continue to trust him, continue to surrender your way, continue to surrender your strength for his, because 
It's by his spirit that he gives us strength in our inner man. And that's when God will, his, our roots will grow down deep in him. That's when he makes his home in our hearts. That's when he can come in and do a work. Wow. So, um, I said, you have to experience God. You have to be in relationship with him in order to know him. And when you know him, you know who you are. And the last scripture I had was Psalms chapter one, verses one through three. Psalms chapter one, verses one through three. It says, oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit in each season. Their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do. You are like a tree, my sister. You're planted, you're rooted, and you're bearing fruit in each season. You're not just bearing fruit because now you're going into your blooming season. You're, you've been bearing fruit in each season. And your leaves, it never withers. Wither means become dry to cease from flourishing. Because now you have gotten to a place where you're, you're planted, you're firmly embedded. Your thoughts are, are in, in his word. This is the way that I think now that even when I notice a thought that is not like him or it doesn't line up with the way that he thinks or with what the word says that I should think, thinking on what's pure, what's lovely, what's worthy to be praised. I'm at a place now where I'm so firmly rooted in God. That I can capture that thought and say, no, God says this about me. He says that I'm loved. He says that I'm enough because he's enough. He says that I'm strong because I've allowed my weakness to be a portal for his strength. When we're able to, because you, because you've been allowing yourself to meditate, hear what the word says. He said, verse two, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. You got to this place because you allowed God's word to become something that you take pleasure in, that you became passionate about, that you say, I'm going to keep this in my heart. I want it, this. I want God's word to take root in my heart. I want it to be, it's now it's firmly embedded in you because of that. You are like a tree planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit in each season. The, their leaves never wither. You don't get dry. You don't lose energy because you've learned to tap into his strength and not your own. You continuously flourish in all that you do. And so I just pray that you take this word into your next season, that you continue to meditate on his word. You continue to trust in him. You continue to allow his word to be embedded in your heart and allowing that to come up, allowing his words, his thoughts, his way of being, his culture, Jesus culture to be um, what, who you are. And that's what it's going to be because that's what you're allowing to be rooted in you. That's what's going to come up in a place of where, um, the world will respond with 
hate or unforgiveness or again, canceling people out, not talking to them. You're going to respond in a way of love and whatever that looks like, God's going to show you because it's his spirit. It's by his spirit. Ephesians 3, 16 said it's by, it's through his spirit that he makes his, his, his home in your heart. You realize it's not by you that the reason why you're here is not because you got you here. You just chose to believe in the one who could get you here. All right. So let's end right now with my hiding place, my hiding place, this intimate time for you to take with you for the rest of this week. Um, the song that I have for you to meditate on is called never runs dry by Casey J. Um, that song just kept coming up in my spirit and I'm like, God, is this kind of, is this right for this, 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 um, I was going to say devotion, but is it right for this podcast? Never runs dry. Um, it talks about how his love is a never ending well, and it never runs dry. And I'm like, you know, God, we're talking about being rooted in your love. I don't know about the well of your love, but I believe we've been tapping into, um, God's love and we've been, we've, we've been being filled And because of that, our roots, who we are, has been firmly embedded. It's growing deep in his love. It's growing deep in who he is and how he sees us because we continuously go to the source. We have not been going to what we know doesn't feed us. We have not been going back to the things that kept us in a bound place in our mind. We've tasted and seen that God was good. And so we, we have been continually going to the source, the source of love. And that's him. So I believe the song is fitting. I want you to listen to it, worship to it, close your eyes to it, write it, um, pray it, whatever, but never runs dry. Your love is a never ending. Well, his love is a never ending. Well, and it will never run dry anytime you need it it is there and it's overflowing he is more than enough for you his love is more than enough for you all right let's end right now with these confessions for your soul as we end my hiding place segment i want you to just repeat these confessions after me i am rooted and grounded in god's love And it keeps me strong. I continually experience the great magnitude of the love of Christ. I meditate daily on the word of God. I am firmly planted in his word. And I prosper. I flourish in all I do. Amen. Amen and amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.